takers on full. I hope you're ready to go, because it's that time again. It's driving a homo! Oh, that's right. She's got an intro now. Welcome to Driving You Home, the radio show podcast where we just waffle absolute nonsense. And tonight I'm joined in the studio by the talented, the beautiful, the German, oh, oh we're international, Samuel Zanik. 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 Wie geht's? Oh, wunderbar. Das ist graus. Uh, now, um, Sam, you're a uh, beautiful human. Thank you. Um, like myself. And uh, you're a... Comedian? Question mark. Comedian, stand-up, all-around ethnic sensation. Ethnic sensation. Thank mm, you. I like that. Now, um, can you remember how we met? Of course, I can remember how we met. Oh. It was at was uh, it in a dark room. No, <laughs> no, it was professional. I'm like a prude. Um, <laughs> we met at the comedy museum. Oh, Museum of Comedy. Museum of Comedy, because we were at a sketch of competition against oh. each other. Oh. And I came in and saw, oh my God, Willow aged quite horribly. <laughs> From Buffy, because yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you attract the sooner. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. Uh, well, I mean that moment. Um, oh yeah, because you were in Gary G. Knightley's The Gary G. Knightley Experience, weren't you? Yeah, the very successful <laughs> Gary G. Knightley Experience. I mean, he's doing very well. He's he doing is. He's amazing. Yeah, he, he's, he's in Edinburgh at the moment doing mm. Tread Out of Hell. Yeah. And, um, a tribute to the legendary Meatloaf, yeah. who I met this weekend, actually. What? I know, right? Audible gasp. I know, right? Gasp. I, um, Tell me that, please. If you think for a moment that I didn't imply to him that his biggest artistic legacy is Spice World the movie, you're very wrong, Wayne. Yeah. Uh, he was a very good sport about it. Wait, he was at Spice World the movie? Of course he was in Spice World the movie. He was the bus driver. Meatloaf was the bus of driver? Of course he was. He was Dennis the bus driver. I got what? into the family. <laughs> Sorry, I've, ju I've literally just like... Somebody's going to the Spice World exhibition. I am... I am... I am Googling all of that, that is phenomenal. I can't believe I can't believe I didn't know that. Have Meat you seen the cast list? The cast list is no. amazing. The cast is better than any Hollywood. Mel movie. B, Mel C, Dominic West, yeah. uh, Ulari was in it. Yeah, you know, Ulari, yep. uh, it's it's amazing. Richard E. Grant, oh Elton I mean, John. I knew I knew Richard E. Grant was it because he was the like producer and stuff. But yeah. oh, I didn't know Meatloaf was the bus driver. He was the bus driver. Oh, jeez. And then he did. And then the girls wanted to him to drive off to someone. And then he said, "I will do anything for love, but I won't do that." And then everybody was like, "Yes!" Yeah. I can't yeah. believe I didn't. Rec oh, gee, that's gonna irritate me now. Um, you can watch it later. Oh my goodness. So, um, a lot of people come up to me in the street because I'm a international sensation as I'm sure you're not um, but <laughs> see what I did there because yeah comedy um, but uh, people quite often um, use the racial bias or maybe racial judgment and say that um, Germans can't be funny and I disagree with that I thank mean, you uh, can you would have you be as a German comedian living in London have you come across that kind of a Stigma, I yeah. call it a stigma. Yeah. Yes, all the time. All the time. You wouldn't believe it, Wayne. Yeah. It's horrible. I this or I get compared to the other German comedian, Henning Wayne. Oh, yeah, the, the only, you're the only the two. Only, I'm number two. Yeah. Henning Wayne is number one, I'm number two. I'm right down in the bottom. So yeah. he is like, yeah. But I mean, he I don't know any queer. 
I don't know any queer comedians. Well, I'm, from I'm personally considering myself as a cannibal. So um, if you saw my show, you will see. Oh, I see that you're more than that. Um, I'm, I consider myself as a cannibal because cannibals mm. are very, very trendy in Germany right now. Ooh, what's trendy in Germany? Cannibals. We have like loads of famous cannibals. Cannibals from Rotenburg. Uh, cannibal is just a new trend. It's like a new avocado in Germany. So people eating each other is uh, the new thing. As long as it's consentful. It needs to be consentful. Yeah, obviously. We, we want to get a C added to the LGBTQ and the 14 <laughs> other letters. The C for cannibal. Thank you very much. I have a petition online for oh, this. LGBTQI plus C. Plus cannibal. C. Plus yeah. C. After you saw this week that the Americans want to add the pedophile one. Which is horrible. America's what? What? They want to add the P for pedophile. They want to add. Wait, who wants to add a P for pedophile? Loads of people. There are loads of TED talks because they're saying it's. Wait, it's a are very pe- are, pe- are people who are pro pedophilia. No, 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 no. Or these are people that are anti LGBT are saying. No, let's no, add. no. It's normal people who are pro LGBTQ and who stuff. are pro pro. Um, they're saying that. Um, being a pet, and this is done in a very, um, I'm abso- obviously absolutely against it. It's a very yeah, tricky yeah. topic, tricky topic. Um, but they say that pedophilia is uh, sexual orientation, right? Um, which those people are kind of cursed with. So they don't choose to be pedophiles. Okay, fair enough. Which I, we I, get to yeah, this I point. Yeah, I get that. I, I, I don't disagree. That. We yeah. agree with that. Um, they also say that you must never act upon on it. Right. But they say a lot of the people who let's say, suffer from pedophilia because mm-hmm. it's an illness, it's a, a psychology yeah. illness, yeah. Um, they can't find the treatment, they can't find the help because there's such a stigma, rightfully, yeah. attached to it. And they just want to more make it more prominent as kind of a sexual orientation, right? which obviously you never must act upon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why that's why they say um, let's include a P, which I don't think we should agree mm. on. There's some there's you, I can you can see from a certain point where yeah. they're coming from. Oh no, I get where they're coming yeah. from in terms of they're, they're suggesting or they're um, they're they're saying this is a this is a situation where these people don't choose to be this way. No. Just like queer people don't choose to be queer, we are who we are. But. Um, we f- have fought for our rights for so many years and we're still fighting for us not to be considered because we were considered a illness, a mental illness 50, 60 years ago. Um, so now, um, but, you know, it's, you, I, 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 I can't with, like, they can't be, ad- pedophilia cannot be added to the LGBT. They, Absolutely that agree. Is, <laughs> that is, I mean, that would just be a huge step backwards in terms of our rights movement, in terms of the LGBT movement. Um, oh, my God, I can't even. Um, and there's such a debate going on at the moment in America. It's unbelievable. Like I mean, America. TED talks and everything on this topic. I mean, America is ridiculous. Um, so let's... Um, oh, I, don't even, I don't even know what... I don't even know where to go with that. Um, Just so push it aside. Yeah, I, I think so. Well, let's go back to the cannibalism because I feel okay. that's a lighter topic yeah, that we can I discuss. Think so. <laughs> so wait, you your your show? Yeah. Because um, you're doing a show at Camden Fringe, aren't you? I do on the 24th of August. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I, I, so uh, it's going to be called Hail Zernick. Hail Zernick. Hail Zernick. Oh. Very important. It's Hail Zernick, not, not the other one. Yeah. Don't mm. like even yeah. don't know. Mm. Uh, Hail Zernick, mm. and it's going to be my first forty-five minute show, which is going to be very 
left field, I would like to say. Mm. You you get bubbles when bubbles? you know audience. I have a oh. bubble machine. I have a rose petal cannon. I have a rose petal. I have a rose petal cannon. Oh. Um, I mean, I'm already there. I don't care. I'm already there. I'm doing my sword swallowing act. Um, your so- I've seen your sword swallowing act. It is beyond next level. Thank you. I mean, as an openly queer man, watching you swallow a sword is just a joyous experience for me. Thank you. Tickets are still available, surprisingly. But yeah. Oh, whereabouts can people get tickets? Oh, they can get tickets on the Kempton Fringe site, which I yeah. think is KemptonFringe.com or on my personal website, which is SamuelCH.com. SamuelCH.com. And it's um, yeah an evening show, Friday evening show. So bring your whole family along. It's unlike you anything you have ever seen before. So uh, I, I feel like we should you. I feel like we should also plug because I feel like Quan Wen. Is Quan Wen doing the show before or after you? Um, so me and my very dear friend Quan Wen, Wen yeah. who we shared the bills <laughs> for years. Um, he is doing his fantastic show which he had f- fantastic reviews at the Brighton French earlier this year called Borderline Millennium. Mm-hmm. Millennium. Something Millennium And we're sharing a time slot So he will open with his 45 minutes Which um, you must see It's so very good He's very in demand right now That's why he can't be with us tonight He has an actual booking Well, I'm just <laughs> Would have sit at home With a KFC bucket between my thighs Just I to mean, feel something I mean, I'm fine with that That's, yeah. my, that's my daily journey <laughs> A KFC bucket I'll tell you that much right now um, Alright, let's Let's play a song and then we'll move in. So what we're going to do is, um, we're going to do during the show. We're going to do word of the day. We're going to talk about word of the day. Uh, for those of you playing the home game, if you haven't know, if you don't know what word of the day is, I bring a word in, and uh, our guests, whoever they are, have to try and shoehorn that word in at least, uh, do it once and once properly. Um, so Sam Lake, if anyone knows who Sam Lake is, the trash fire human, he doesn't know how to play this game very well, and he just uses the word copious amounts of times uh so once and once well is the word uh that you will be uh needing to do and you'll get that after the after the music break uh also we will be doing uh news uh queer news from the lgbtq queer spectrum uh as well as entertainment because sam is uh samuel is uh in with everybody i'm literally in with everybody you yeah. name it Kim, met them. kanye all of the, the other things that are people Angelina Jolie two weeks ago oh my god I can't even with you yeah you can't. can just name it I'm I like just, I can't um, so let's play a song and I I play I, I pick these songs some of these songs specifically for you Sam I'm now, so excited uh, <laughs> um, only now I, I pick this song because life is a roller coaster no <laughs> life is a is uh, for me life is a cabaret and oh the liar yeah and what you said uh, in the message that uh, before you before we came like let's party like it's 1942 and as soon as you said let's party like it's 1942 i was like oh, let's go back to le cabaret let's go back cabaret. to the kit kat club and listen to liza minnelli with mine hair I give you that international sensation.
And we're back, 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 back again. And I'm joined in the studio by the beautiful, talented uh, German guy that's over there. Thank you. <laughs> we just had this conversation, literally. Okay. Uh, Samuel Zanik. Zanik, yeah. Zanik. Uh, uh, oh, I was... What, are, what am I doing? Okay. So, word of the day. Word of the day. Yeah. Today. So, we're going to do a segment, a uh, new segment. We've done it three times now, which is uh, word of the day for those playing the home game. Uh, I'm Wayne Carter. Hi. Thank you very much. Word of the day is we have got a word, and then uh, the guest has to shoehorn it in at some point in the show. Now, because you are a non-English non-native speaker, non-English yeah, this speaker, is how I I, I thought I would be a little bit generous. And because I know a little bit of German, I don't know a lot, but I know enough to be able to get me get me by in central Berlin and be Vois de Post uh, or Vois de Bad Zimmer. Uh, that's the thing, right? Bad Zimmer? Oh, Bad Zimmer. Yeah, Bad Zimmer. Bathroom. Bad Zimmer. So you learn something on the radio, people. Well yeah. Um, and uh, ich. ich uh, no, I was going to say something offensive. Uh, no, actually, no, yeah, no, no, it's not it's offensive. Um, uh, the word of the day is a German word, and I love this word. This word for me encompasses, I think, my life really, um, and it is Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Yeah. Do you know, do you, as a German, do you know what the word Schadenfreude means? I do. What does the word Schadenfreude mean? Um, there's actually a very good song, which I hope you're playing later. It's called Schadenfreude from Avenue Q, the musical. And Schaden, oh. yay. You didn't. I oh didn't, dear. I didn't You know didn't do your research. That's oh. embarrassing. Um, Schadenfreude means literally being happy about the misfortune of other people. Mm. L- laughing and being happy at the misfortune of others. That's a very German thing, yeah. Yeah, well, we don't have that in th- in the English language. We, we do it because we laugh at people on the regular. I laugh at people's failures all the time. But there's no actual word, Schadenfreude, and I think that's what's so encapsulating. So um, you need to, at some point in the show, in the next hour and a half, shoehorn it in, see if you can throw it in there, um, and it will probably be, let's be real, it's probably be going to be connected to me and something that I'm doing. Um, so I doubt yeah. it. You're the living professional right in front of you. Oh, my God. Every Co- day I wake correct. up, that's what I yep. do. Unclockably fishy realness is what I am right now. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk about um, something that's very near and dear to your heart. We've talked about it a little bit, but I feel like we need to spice it up a little bit more. Okay. Now we need to uh, make sure all the listeners know that they can spice up their lives as well, and they can. If there's two of them, they can become one. They can two become one. That's what they, they can spice it up until it becomes too much. Yeah, too much. Yeah, nothing is too much until you say goodbye. Yeah, or. Viva forever. Why not? That, that didn't fit seamlessly in right it, now. I feel like it did. We need to stop right now. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, Spice Girls. They are, we have something, and we're quite lucky in London, we have something that's going on with the Spice Girls. What's happening? Absolutely. I'm, I'm over the moon to um, loan some of my costumes. I'm a collector of... Um, wait, are these, are you, are you, wait, are you joking? Or is this... What? Are these yours? Of course it's mine. Oh my goodness, I didn't know this. I'm like a collector of Hollywood memorabilia. memorabilia. That's why people want me on their podcast sometimes. Yay. (laughs) Thank you for doing the background check. I didn't do that. (laughs) There's there's no high energy. (laughs) 
So wait, so this is, I, I thought this was like... No, 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 no. So, um, this hard, is great. So Hardworks is um, a fantastic guy, Alan Smith um, mm-hmm. from Scotland. Uh, he owns hundreds and hundreds of costumes and thousands of merchandise items. Right. Got together with my dear friend, um, Alan is also a very dear friend of mine, with my dear friend Liz Vess, okay. who is currently the Guinness Book World Record holder for having the biggest memorabilia collection in the world. Yeah. So those two guys came For just the Spice Girls For the Spice Girls, but yeah. the, uh, the record is in general. Okay. And those two guys came together and um, Ellen said, let's let's bring something back to the humble people of Britannia. Yeah. Um, and he put on the biggest music exhibition in history wow. ever. So there's, there's the so biggest music exhibition ever. There never has been a biggest music-related exhibition there was. Um, and what he did is he got the stuff from four other collectors worldwide, um, including myself, uh, my dear friend Andrea, my dear friend Ross, my Australian mate Chives, I hope I pronounced his name right, and um, I'm, I'm missing off somebody, Ross, me, Chives, I should have put it back, Andrea, I mentioned Andrea, oh yeah, six, um, and they got, uh, they, they loaned their most valuable items, costumes, mm. stage outfits, memorabilia to this exhibition, and this exhibition wow. is unlike you've ever seen anything before. Wait, is, is the exhibition still happening? or is it Yeah, yeah, it's happening, ha- it's happening the whole month in the London Business Design Centre. Is that in Angel? In Angel is yeah. in Clinton. Tickets are selling very fast. Um, they already sold 10,000 tickets in My advance, goodness. which is breaking records. Um, this has been featured all over the planet. It's literally, New York Times wrote about it. Rolling Stones, Vogue had a massive feature. Um, so that's very exciting to play my small little part yeah. of it. And I also created one of those stages. So if you go to the exhibition upstairs on the right, this is the stage I curated. And you yeah. can see my complete bedroom content on display in the <laughs> museum. Which is, is that kind of surreal? Like having all of your, like, because I mean, it's your memory, it's your stuff. It's my stuff. It's my, it's, it's very surreal. I'm very yeah. protective of the stuff. It means so much to me. So yeah. I'm, I'm the person who constantly on the barrier and takes them a bit further, yeah. <laughs> further away from it. Um, it's very surreal, very humbling as well. Um, I checked the catalog this this weekend and was like, oh my God, I can finally go to my parents and say all <laughs> and the thousands of it. pounds yeah. got me into this catalog and then they accredited me as Samuel Chung. <laughs> it's, oh, so they didn't <laughs> yeah. get your name wrong. Oh, I was wow. like, oh dear, 5,000 copies. You're like, oh, whoops. Yeah. Uh, and I had to sign them as well. It was very embarrassing. I was like, do I need to sign them as Samuel Sonic or Samuel Chung? But yeah. it's a fantastic exhibition. So yeah. wha- whatever you do, do and see it. So until the end of to the end of August? And uh, to the 22nd, 22nd I would like, of 22nd of August. Uh, yeah. And at um, tours afterwards. In the Business Society Centre in Angel. Absolutely. And yeah. it tours the UK afterwards. So it comes to all the major cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is Manchester. Oh, so, you t- so you're, you're taking it on the road as well? Yeah, it? yeah, it's going on the road because it's oh such wow. a big deal. Uh, it's not just the collectors, it's also the, uh, the designers who actually yeah. trust the girls, donated some of their items and oh they're wow. involved. And it's such a love fest and it's such a nice thing to do. And we have the actual Spice World bus there from the actual movie. So if you want to get your picture taken um, on the driver seat Meat Love used to do, do come oh. along. Um, tickets are ridiculously cheap. They're only £10. What oh, can you easy. I know. What can you do for £10 yeah. in London? Like easy. the bloody Frida yeah, exhibition coffee. is yeah. like 20 quid or so. Oh. And she's dead. Um, so, <laughs> so come and see my, um, my stuff. 
other people's stuff and wow. it's I was overwhelmed and I've seen loads yeah. of Spice Girls exhibition. I, I literally overwhelmed too. When I was there to help prepare, I was I was stroke because seven thousand items sounds a lot, it is a lot. Mm. Um they couldn't even display it all because even though we have like three big levels, y- yeah. it's absolutely too much stuff. Alright, well it's worth it's worth a look at. Let's uh let's play a song um that connects in well. Uh it's the Spice Girls Spice Up Your Life. German comedian it is Samuel Zernick. Zernick, yeah. Zernick, yeah. I'm trying my accent. I'm Australian, so racism is what we do. So I'm trying my hardest. No, I know about Hans, the German wunderkind oh. from Berlin. Oh. I'm uh, I'm watching you, Hans. If you listen to it, I'm I'm like literally I'm watching your back, Mister. Yeah. Don't walk down the stairs in front of me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we. Well, I've I've had um I've, I have had conversations with people because uh, you, you've brought up Hans and I'm, I, will, I will let's not get too um, I don't want to get too like crazy about it because um, he's an Australian born uh, he's from where I'm from as well um, I know him quite well um, and I know that there are people that do characters of people from different countries and it's so bad <laughs> It's just it's so it's so problematic is what it is, and you've got you got to be careful. And everyone's different, and everyone has different opinions and biases and stuff like that. So like, if um, he was decided to be Chinese, kind of that, like, would it be racist? Yes. yes. So, but because he's doing a uh, a country that is predominantly white, he's also white. Is it still racist? Probably yeah. yes. So that, but that's the question, and so like, there's lots of, um, you know, arming and ahhing about like when do we cross the like Chris Lilly from Summer Heights High, yeah, um, and uh, Jamee the private school girl and that kind of stuff, it, it very si- similar ilk, yeah. Um, puts on a character like Jonah from Tonga, like playing or representing a Pacific Islander, yep. is that racist? But then like all of Australia thinks it's hilarious. So like it's very there's so many like oh i don't i don't know how to delve into that waters there but like um well i would this podcast just really got deep this is like the deepest this is the award-winning podcast so if you need to submit anything for like your consideration yeah this is it. Deep chat. Deep chat. Deep chat. Yeah. We be getting to it. We're getting. Yeah. Well, like I, 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 I just think you've got to. I mean, for me, and I said this, uh, Sam. After uh, I said this to you off air, is that if you're choosing, like, if I decided to do a character, say, I decided to be a French man, right? I would research and have a little bit of backing in terms of the French culture and the French background, and like, yeah, do a hybridized character caricature of what it means to be French, but. I would learn how to speak French. That would be the first thing I would be. I would learn how at least the basic core, you know. So, like, if a French person came up to me, I could, you know, get away with speaking a li- like in French to them. Uh, that that's you know, always for me. I that's my that's yeah. my. I always think if is your um, 
is your work maybe negatively affecting somebody from from this country who has this ethnicity or something like this? Mm. And this is where I always see it problematic, like yeah. um, all the Bond villains who happens all to be German, German. Yeah. or <laughs> um, Austrian. Austrian yeah. and never been played by a German or by an Austrian, yeah. which is... Um, and it's it's really hard sometimes to be be a German comedian in the UK. I know yeah. a lot of German comedians who quit because um, it's just well, like well, it's because yeah. you, you got, we were talking about it earlier. We got the stigma of can Germans be funny? Like even when you came in, we I, when you came into the studio, um, we had that sort of witty joke that was like, oh, I'm going to be early, yeah, or you know, me, <laughs> you know, Germans in their position, like. There's I live up to it, yeah, hundred well percent. Yeah, but that's the same. There's the same with every culture. Every culture. Yeah. So like, there's there's stereotypes and biases that happen within every ethnicity or st- uh, community group that are just sometimes for the good, sometimes for the bad. Sometimes. Absolutely, yeah. So like, we talk about um, uh, Asian people and they're being good with maths yeah. or being bad drivers. Like sometimes they're good. Like. Uh, uh, black people having large um, times, uh, great things. I don't know what you mean. Uh, when the boys uh, have the the, the genital gen, 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 genitals uh, have large penises. Is okay, what it is. this award-winning podcast just went to be less <laughs> like from your consideration to like runner-up. I mean, that's how I, I try to keep it classy, Yvain. No, I went, how I dare you coming <laughs> to my podcast and insulting my listeners <laughs> like you, this? You is like it was like I've got you like oh this is a world winning podcast now we're talking about black men's penises I mean that's the journey I'm on I go from being award winning to you know getting into the sex that's oh, that's who I am that's what I am um, but it, but it's true though like we've got to we've got to respect and acknowledge that there are stereotypes and there are stereotypes for a reason because you know obviously they do happen yeah absolutely um, this is I don't think it's a discussion like um, for or against stereotypes yeah. It's a discussion more, should you... Individualistic. If should you, if you're a performer, yeah. should you take the stereotypes to feed in your career, feed mm. in your character, because it's an easy thing for you to feed into. I mean, when we did the competition, remember, there was this guy... No, I don't, I don't do competitions. I don't. Like the sketch off, <laughs> yes. where you you were featured. Okay, it was yeah, like, it was, was like a star I entrance. Was there, yeah, he I came like a five minutes I, late. Yeah, I was I was uh, a part of Peter ba- Peter Peter Baisley and the Funky Bunch. I was one of the Funky Bunch, and I just come in late and just be like, oh, I'm here, and then I leave the stage. Two minutes stage <laughs> time, well spent. Because it. it was like, oh, I want to do the Funky Bunch, but I don't have anyone. Can you come in? I was like, all right, it's gonna be ridiculous, yeah. but let's do it. So yeah, we we're talking about. No, that. I literally I had somebody who did a charm character. A very badly done charm character mm. at that night. Oh, they did, didn't uh, they? They did right in front of me, yeah. right before I was go- about to go on stage. Because they, w- they, they were a solo act, weren't they? They, w- they were not good. I can't remember really what their name is. No, I don't want to put them out. Or no, so. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, they they done it really badly. Really, ca- I was. I d- I'm not offended. Also, I'm not a hard person who's really hard to get offended by this. Yeah. But I just thought, if if there's somebody on the night who is an authentic German comedian, mm. do you really, really think it's a wise idea to? to a character a well, badly done character yeah, but also they didn't know that you were going to be in the audience um do your research okay if <laughs> I, if, <laughs> if i walk into the room um, you should know me? if i'm on a night i google the people before i s- go on stage uh-huh. so i know my competitions so i can take them down <laughs> whereas i just walk in blind and just go well i'm better than all of you just expecting to be better than everyone to be fair he was so ashamed of afterwards he yeah liked, it was like Awkward. He I tried to avoid me all day I, I, long. I, I feel the same about when pe- when heterosexual men yeah. do gay jokes. So when when a gay when a straight man does a gay joke, yeah. I'm just like, oh mate, like 
you better watch yourself like sit, like i always give them a give them a second just to go like i'm, I'm going to acknowledge that you're t- like this is in your community group yeah. but also it could be something good it could be bad let's let's go on that journey together and when they do it successfully i'm there for it when they do it horribly i'm just i'm ready to jugular but how would you feel if a straight comic does a gay impersonates a gay comic and so we're like i i when um i do find it when a straight man does the camp kind of does camp mannerisms yeah. when it's not part of their normal like, everyday normal everyday sp- Like Which they could be. You could be straight and have camp. Yeah, of course. Everybody is So um, when I hear like them doing that, yeah. or when men do like a hyper-feminized, when they're talking about, oh, my girlfriend did this, and they yeah. put on a hyper-feminized accent, I always, I always get, it depends on who the person is and how well-received, like how, ha- have they endeared themselves to me? Have they, have we gone on a journey in the first however many minutes or however long they've been on stage, yeah. have I felt a connection with them previous to this? If I have, then I'm going to feel a certain kind of way. If they've just come straight on and done it within like 15 seconds, it's probably not going to be great, you know? So, um, wow. Okay, we went, on a, we went on a journey just there. That was, that was, <coughs> that was unexpected. I, 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 I smell a podcast award. I smell I a mean, once birth radio host of the year. Host, host of the... Host of I, I'm the just... I'm nominating you. Please. I, I can do that. I mean, some... Well, I mean... I haven't met the rest yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you... I, I can't believe... Well, you were just talking to me off air. Yeah. About... Because we were talking about the Spice Girls... Memorabilia. Memorabilia. Um, what are they called? Like a big celebration, I guess. Um, it's a love letter. It's a love letter. It's a celebration, and yeah. it's kind of there to. It's you should see the rea- reaction we get in yeah. this exhibition. Have the, have the Spice Girls actually said anything? Or um, has it been not yet. So the exhibition was officially signed off by the official. It's not an official yeah. exhibition. It was officially. Si- it was signed off by the official Spice Girls management. Yeah. So they're all aware of it. Um, Mel B came to see parts of it. Right. I think two weeks ago. So she saw the Spice World bus. Spoke mm. to Ellen. Was very happy with it. Oh good. Um, the rest hasn't turned up yet. Well, I mean, in fairness, I think. Mel B is probably in America still doing yeah um, Emma's on holidays Melanie C is touring Victoria's on holidays Cherry's on holidays so I'm I'm sure they hopefully drop by eventually we had Liz from Atomic Kitten at opening night she was so nice she was amazing Uh, you know Atomic Kidney, but back in Australia when they, yeah. um, so she was there and we had loads of different other big names there it was just really fantastic um, but yeah no the whole the whole memorabilia stuff it is literally <gasps> us preserving um, things for over 20 years making sure it's preserved it's there for yeah. future generations and people looked down on that stuff still till a couple of well, years ago but now we had an evaluation of the whole stuff we have in there and we all yeah. made really really good investments at the so time so for me i i'm in a bit of awe in because we're uh, we're different humans in this respect yeah. because we're talking about memorabilia and people collecting things and people being fanatical and being yeah. like like choosing a group of people like a, a singing group or a, a someone who's famous and just collecting all of the things that they're like and being like a super fan girl yeah right i don't do that that's not in my nature i i wish i could be like that i love people like people like the like the beatles spice Girls. like i love these people i think they're great but if they were like oh like go buy all of these things and collect all of these things and be a part that's i'm i think i'm too lazy or i'm i'm i don't um i'm not big on sort of intrinsic like 
uh, I'm all about uh, what's the word connections, yeah. like one to one connections, that kind of stuff. So having which we still, I mean, all of us still have. So yeah. we we met all the gods several times. Yeah. We, we but but so but I I just love that you have a passion for collecting things and a passion for um, finding a group of people or groups of people or individuals yeah. that you feel a kinship with, feel a connection with, and just want to like adorn your life with these with these um, elements and sort of totems I guess I just I just sometimes I, you just really appreciate an mm. item more than other people would yeah um, I'm, I'm collecting obviously spice girls costumes yeah, well, all the stuff but I'm, I'm also collecting other Hollywood memorabilia Ooh, for example Hollywood yeah um, but there, so I met Carrie Fisher and she was absolutely Wait. lovely and um, when she passed, uh, so there's a, yeah, a she passed away. Yeah. She passed away, and um, I always wanted to meet Debbie Reynolds. I really, really wanted to meet Debbie oh, Reynolds. That would have been, I mean, Amazing. I, w- yeah. I would have, I would have lost my mind if. And I read all her biographies, and I think she was a collector. She preserved so much of Hollywood, which would have mm. been lost. She collected Marilyn Monroe's subway dress. She collected the ruby slippers from the Wizard of Oz. All right. All the stuff which was about to be thrown out by the studios, she spent her whole life and money yeah. collecting, preserving those things, which are worth millions and millions of pounds exactly. now of days. And she has to come. She was treated really, really badly mm. throughout her career. She lost a lot of money trying to protect those items. And I always, I wrote this l- really long letter when she had to sell off all her items because she didn't have the money, money to make. Yeah. Um, and I always wanted to sell it off. I always had it next to my door room to send it off and then she passed away and then um, they auctioned off her estate and I thought it would be such a nice tribute to buy one of her less appreciated costumes Um, so I got my hands on her one of her iconic um, Las Vegas costumes she wore on stage Debbie Reynolds costumes Um, which I thought is just a nice idea to get it into the hands of somebody who will commit to look after it, who yeah. will preserve it but who also f- has a, spite, a special connection to mm. that with me being a performer me, yeah. my act being very Vegas on a budget yeah, like I see that. Yeah. Siegfried and Roy just with wild so you're cats the ti- you're the tiger <laughs> without the tiger budget no, you're the tiger babe. I'm, the ti- I'm the tiger yeah, I have the tiger as I'm the one who attacked Siegfried yeah bless yeah. his heart <laughs> he's still little they wrote me a postcard the other day true story Siegfried and Roy yeah they post- who are you I'm, I'm just like the most who to the are line. you they were so nice Debbie wo- Reynolds Siegfried and Roy the spies ga- do you want to hear something it's horrible I mean I, I, I really don't because it's going to irritate me so no, much no it's a bit like a couple of years ago like I'm, I'm really big into the theater like I'm massively obsessed with the West End and all the things okay. so I'm I'm buying some items normally from the old week some stage items I have for example Kim Cattrall's bedside table from the sweet birth of you I have okay. loads of other stuff okay what well, and yep. um, about three years ago um, I bought this really really nice table from the stage production of other si- of uh, other city deserts okay um and i was due to pick it up it was at the front of her uh, front bit of the old wig ready for me to pick up and then i got an email from the old wig asking um if kevin spacey can use it for his dressing room right. because kevin spacey saw the table and he really really liked it right. and i was like i was po- like stage mum I was pushing that table faster than you can <laughs> yeah. say 
sexual harassment. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> he le- before yeah before uh, before, before all this happened. Yeah. So I was like I was thinking about my future, thinking having Kevin yeah, spaces, dressing room table, yeah. owning it. Really good investment. Yeah. Oh my god, I have I can retire literally investment. Yeah. Um. So and yeah, it's still in my living room. That's fin- so. Wait, Kim Cattrall's the the. Bedside table that from Kim the speed Trump birth of youth, yeah, has also been used by Kevin Spacey. No, there's oh, sorry, different, different there's there. a different item. The okay. um, the item which was used by Martha, what's her name from Goonies on stage. Sure, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so this was used yeah, by Kevin Spacey, and I have wow. it uh, still in my living room. Well, so you've just got, so wait, are you have so for you is your if I came over to your flat, would I just be like? Like I like you be like oh would you like a drink of water and I'll be like yeah sure you go to the fridge open the fridge get water and then like I'm sitting down on the couch that someone else has and I'm putting my water down on someone else's something that like is everything that you own ha- does everything that you own in your flat more or less have a history have a behind the a few items yeah, yeah. but is that something that you want to have happen because I've been to a, f- uh, a person's flat yeah. where it's so unbelievable like the walls are decorated with it like there's no there's no blank space like there is so much everything people would say it's too busy yeah but it's just like it's imagine going to a festival yeah like it's just you're just adorned with so many things so do you want is your ultimate goal i guess to have a flat or an apartment where if someone comes over you can be like I see that lamp over there. That lamp is this. I see that chair over there. That chair is this. Like, do yeah. you want every part of your flat to be have a have a backstory? I like that idea, don't you? Um, I mean, I it wouldn't so. no, be. I, f- I have a flat now, and it's it's hard as paradise because it's too much stuff crammed into a too small place. Mm. So I would need a house or two. Um, but, yeah, but I think that's uh, I think that's a wonderful thing. I would I. I mean, I'm blessed with IKEA. Yeah. Like IKEA is very much my best. I mean, I hate vintage. Like I hate anything like people died and or like grandmas oh. died and I'm catch it. So or so. <laughs> um, I'm very used to that. No, I'm I'm really not against, I'm really against vintage, but I really like the idea of somebody really interesting having owned an item and you are just there to make sure that the story gets passed on, that it's going to be I think preserved. That's beautiful. Yeah. So like a it's like a living museum almost. It's like um you know the house in Sankt next to the British Museum from this crazy, crazy collector, Sankt shown something um he has this house and he collected the most random items and all put them together in this house so this house is an amazing collection of the most random items so in his basement is an original sarcophag and on his walls are the most amazing paintings there's yeah. stuff from italy there's stuff from greece and he just collected like 200 years ago he put his whole house and he collected it with so many different stuff and every single piece in this house has a history and i think that's absolutely beautiful oh that is so wonderful oh i just i just heard something i think i just sorry i just i think i heard the drums can you hear the drums i'm german we're scared of drums you're scared of drums yeah scared of drums oh what are they going to take now <laughs> i'm just about to play a song it's it's called fernando 
Oh, Can you hear the Fernando? Um, I've actually downloaded oh, the new version. Share. Bless her heart. So do, uh, are we for this or against this? Do we? Um, I'm the biggest fan of Judy Kramer. Judy Kramer is obviously the producer of mm. Mamma Mia 2, but she was also the producer of a little known musical called Viva Forever, the Spice Girls show. Ooh. And I love Judy. When the I, wa- uh, oh, I could have stories I could tell okay. about Judy. You so play that song. I'm going to play Fernando, the share version of Fernando, uh, originally from ABBA. And we will definitely be talking about Viva Forever when we come back. Can you hear the drums from Mango? I remember long ago another starry night like this. In the firelight, the Again, with Driving You Homo, I'm Wayne Carter. Hi, and we're joined in the studio by comedian, German, and all round beautiful human, Samuel Zenik. Zenik. Yay. It's close you enough. Get a, yeah, you get I'm getting 80%. 80%. Yeah. 80% I'm right. on a journey. I'm on a journey. You're and on a journey. if I've learned anything about Germany, it's precision. Precision, precision, precision. precision. Get everything 100%. None of this 50% nonsense. Not any of this 95% yeah. I'm there. Like, I'm yeah. always on time. You mm. should see some of the other stand-ups. Horrible. Speaking of things that should be on time and doing things correctly, I need a book. So we were just playing The Sugar Babes, um, yeah. Push the Button, but before that was the share version of Fernando, which came yeah. from Mamma Mia 2. Yeah. And we were talking about Viva Forever, who yeah. the creator of that. So we will go on that journey in a second, but I need to mention a friend of mine in yeah. Australia does a podcast. It's called Share and Retweet. Yes. Okay. Now, a good friend of mine, Andy Ballack, he I say good friend, he's a trash fire human and everyone hates him, but he is doing a show called Share and Retweet, right? And it's all about share, right? Yes, so and hard. beautiful, wonderful, it's worth a listen if you have nothing better to do in your life because who wants to listen to Andy? No one. But... <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've just realised I'm like like digging at him and he's not here to be able to rebut. Um, no, he's actually a beautiful human. Do give it a listen. But he um, and his co-host had one job to do. Uh, so their, their, their podcast is about Cher. Yeah. The Twitter following of Cher, right? And the only big thing that Cher's done recently is Mamma Mia. Yeah. Did they see it? Uh, no. They still haven't seen it. And I genuinely, like I listened to their most recent podcast and I was like, Babe, like, how dare, how dare, like, till they find out what happens to Donna. Oh, oh, who knows? I mean, everybody knows, (laughs) apart from the people running the podcast, probably. I mean, yeah, exactly. Terrible humans. Is there any award you can take away from them? All of the awards, yeah. I mean, and they're both homosexual gentlemen callers one's American, one's Australian. And I just want to destroy them both. I just take away their gay card, revoke their gay card, and just be like, you have lost the right to talk about share. Lost the right. So, um, Andy, if you're listening, you're a trash fire human, and I hate you. Um, to anyone else that's listening, share and retweet. It's a really good podcast, and you should. I'm also available it. for oh. other podcast bookings. By the way, lovely guys in Australia, I can call in any time. 
Oh no, they they won't. They won't. Uh, they won't. I don't want you. to destroy my career in Australia. <laughs> my non-existing <laughs> career in Australia because of Spain. We all know he was kicked out of that country. Who's that? You. Oh, this is. This, I was like, I was not. Ki- no, I was. It, it was very much that. Um, but yeah, like. Um, uh, sorry, and driving you homo is podcast. If you're listening to it on One's Earth Radio, good job, well done. Also, it's a podcast. Please share and re share and re share, share and retweet. Share, you better share it, don't you? you? Sh- share it with your friends. Uh, God, Addy's in my head now. It's so irritating. Um, yeah, no, share share the podcast with your friends. Uh, tell twos and twos of people. Um, it's loads of fun. Um, if you're enjoying the craziness that is unfolding, we have. Uh, I try and bring in new people every week. I try and bring in. Uh, uh, old flames as well uh, in terms of like uh, so like Sam you're welcome to come back anytime uh, and then we try and we try to make it a gay old time um, otherwise let's go back let's let's go back let's go back uh, Viva Forever oh, as I like to call it God's gift to humankind oh I have a different opinion but I would like to hear I, 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 I forgot it's not a TV station, so you can't see my disgust <laughs> at the moment. My absolute disgust. You were so you were so happy. You were like, yes, and then like <laughs> I said it's no. Like, it's like Ben took a went puppy and drowned it <laughs> in front of me. Oh, I was I mean I was. I How was, many times have you seen it? Okay, so this is the journey that I went. I lo- I actually did love it, but uh, this is the journey. So for those of you playing the home game, Viva Forever was a musical that was created by Judy Kramer, the, the original Spice Girls and Sam Fuller. Yeah, and uh, what's her face? Jennifer Saunders. Jennifer, yes, Jennifer Saunders. I so love her. Like everything was perfect. Everything lined up for me. I was I was going on a gap year in terms of like doing a Euro trip before I moved over to the UK permanently. And so I was over for uh, a couple of weeks, and um, I was like, oh, this, the stars align. I'm going to go see this. Viva Forever, Spice Girls musical, written by, cr- like, created by all these wonderful people. Like, it can't... Women as well. As strong as women. Strong, confident women. I was like... Refute by ugly, awful men. Okay. <laughs> I just, I can't. I just, I was, I, I was so excited. I was so excited. And it... Let me down so hard. I, I appreciate that I said that as you were taking a drink. And you just, I mean, Schadenfreude, right there. That's Schadenfreude. You're welcome. Word of the day. Wayne, one point. Um, I just, I can't, I don't know. There was so much, like there was, I, I think, you know, when you, you, you have so many expectations for something to happen. And then when the, your expectations are not met. Um, reg- like regardless of who you are, so you might you might have come into this podcast going, okay, driving you home. I, I expect this to happen, this to happen, this to happen, and because these things aren't haven't haven't happened to you in what you expected, you have a differing opinion about it, either good or bad, right? So for me, going into Viva Forever, I had very very un probably if I'm if I'm honest, unrealistic high expectations because of the people who I who were creating it, you know, so. Going in, I was like, this needs to be beyond, beyond. And it just, for me, there was something lacking. But I can see, based on your body language, that you differ in this opinion. Tell me more. Do you, how, how, are you okay, I'm babe? just going to, like, dig your own grave. <laughs> you are. It's okay. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> anyway, that's a good point to plug the Spice Girls exhibition because I actually own some of the costumes from Viva Forever the musical. It, but it's, it, it, it is genuinely a beautiful, beautiful piece of um, theatre. But like it was just amongst a hundred of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's it's. I mean, which version did you see? Uh, I feel like because it didn't. Last they had like six long. no they had six different versions they had six versions um, it ran to over 200 performances and it still holds the record for the longest running western show in the last 10 years which opened cold uh, and it was original story oh I didn't know that they made over I think it was over 2 million in pre-sales it was the most successful shows in pre-sales oh I was going to say pre-sales would have like they would have yeah. Do, so have what happened is basically a lot of like really not nice people went to review it um, and I'm oh. not going to name names yeah so but when you get a bad review yeah basically yeah. I mean uh, I would say 75% of those people lost their jobs in the meantime. And I mm. say lost, they weren't leaving, they were made Re- losing yeah. because of yeah. various different points. One was exposed for having you know pornographic what, what stuff what on his laptop. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh. I could tell you stories yes. where I'm in Viva Forever, the musical <laughs> story on ITV. I was in it. Oh, wow. I know I don't use it on my French poster, but you can actually see me in it. <laughs> and I was shooting a reality show at the time. It was called The Sound of Musical Swain. The Sound of musicals where they filmed I me. I I'm sorry. I'm it's a true story. They filmed me before and after the last show. Yeah. And I had the biggest breakdown. You, Judy Kramer. <laughs> Judy Kramer had to come over to me. Yeah. Dear Judy Kramer had to come over to me to hold my hand and say, Samuel, it's not a funeral, it's a celebration. Yeah. And I just lost... I never cry because yeah. I'm German. We don't believe in stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, actual emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Like, literally... Like, I put the people who cried for Diana's funeral to shame. Hmm. It was horrible, Wayne. Wow. It was like, I've seen it 15 times. And I've, if anybody knows me, I've seen over, I've seen 900, 1,000 Western shows in the mm. last eight years. Yeah. I've seen them all. Yeah. And I've never seen any show more often than this one. You know what? I will, I will, I will say, like, I'm, I'm going to backtrack and I'm going to, I'm going to be a bit of a, not hypocrite, but like, I, I think I'm going to like flip flop a bit. I did, when we were there, in the moment. Don't tell me you were high. I wasn't high. Drunk. No, I wasn't drunk. Um, no, actually, I was very, very sober. But um, while we were there in the moment, it was a beautiful... Like, we had fun. We were singing along to the you songs. You had fun. The staging was amazing. Staging, Take like a the story. The yeah. staging was amazing. There was, a, there was a, like a turnstile It thing. was done yeah. so smartly. They put so much yeah. money next to it. And you know, the ladies who were in it, they all went to have amazing careers. Yeah. Hannah John Kramer, who was Viva, right. she is the lead in the new Ant movie, the Hollywood movie with um, Thingy. What's his name? Oh, uh, Wasp, Fly, yeah, Ant-Man. Ant- 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 she is the lead in that one. She's the lead villain can you believe it oh wow. i didn't know that yeah and she was in ready play uh, ready player one like okay, the sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. so sh- amazing hollywood career dominic um pq i always get her name wrong so i'm not doing it on radio she is the star of a very ama- famous uh, canadian tv show at the moment you have my good friend she who was just on doctor she was on eastenders just being cast and lead in an amazing musical coming yeah. to the suffolk playhouse so they're, they're doing all successfully for themselves so yeah. that's great like i i like I, you know what I, I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. It was a beautiful. It was a beautiful. The story was beautiful, yeah. and the night we had was beautiful. I think it was just maybe it was skewed by the reviews that were had, and yes. so like your, 
unconscious biases yeah. that like these people have put on you and then you, you and that's uh, how Hitler got into power exactly Ooh. like this yeah yeah I went there I went Ooh. there I try I've been trying not to I've been I've been super polite <laughs> so because um, uh, oh, oh you don't know this about me what oh my god this is gonna be really interesting and I, well we, you've said Hitler so you've opened the door okay you've opened the door floodgates are opening now I am the descendant of a Holocaust survivor did you know this no, that's um, that's yeah. amazing. Actually, yeah. the amount of descendants from Holocaust survivors <laughs> who I met and who always come to me after my show saying, "Oh, I really enjoyed it. I'm <laughs> really okay with it." But yeah, um, yeah. no, that's yeah, like it's. I mean, it is what it is. Like, so my fam. I mean, I I say descendant of a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. My family fled Europe during yeah. World War Two because they were traveling yeah. Jews. So yeah, it was it was what it was. Like my family is actually refugees, but nobody yeah. ever wants to hear that. No, exactly. Like Why, my grandparents, you, like they were, yeah, refugees. But <coughs> no, we never want to hear that. But then, but then also, like let's look at Germany. How it is now? They're doing really wonderful. Like they're doing so many beautiful things. I know. Learn the from their mistake. Learn the from their mistake. Exactly. In the last ten, let's say ten years. Even more than that, yeah. Well, even more. But like, let's say just go back the last ten years. They've they've um, helped out Greece in terms of in terms of the recession helped out by yeah something like that yeah they've, yeah. they've helped yeah <laughs> they've pretty much bought Greece um, Mamma Mia yay German style <laughs> yeah better du bist die Tanzkönigin uh, okay <laughs> 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 can you believe it Mamma Mia is completely translated in Germany in German they don't even do the upper songs in English they do I hate that I really hate that when you take the upper songs and you mm. translate them in German what is a beautiful happy wholesome experience just mm. turns into this terrifying angry singing my favorite when I, so when we saw Viva Forever yeah. that that the year that we went on, uh, yeah. that the year we went on holiday we were in Berlin yeah. and my friends were like this was the year that one of the Harry Potters came out yeah. and my friends were like let's go to the cinema yeah. and let's go watch Harry Potter and I was like you do realise if we go in there it's going to be in German <laughs> and I'm of the three of us that were going on this tour I was like I'm the only one that speaks even slight amount of German so I'm going to get some of it but not yeah. an, like it's going to be hectic and they're like no it's going to be great we're going to love it and it's going to be okay so we went in there we, had, we watched it and we just like trying to pick up all of the words it's just like it was so much fun watching my friends yeah. I have no idea what's going on to be fair we have loads <coughs> of um, English theatres now oh as no, well 100% to, but yeah, like to feel to make fe people feel included who might not be native which is uh, mm. which is a really nice thing I mean it's well yeah in the, in the capitals obviously like not also in the, ca in the big cities yeah. we have in all the big cities and Frankfurt is an amazing English yeah. theatre which you can go to and it's it's nice because it is um I always like to say it's um, Germany is very, very of the history and they're not trying to overplay it. So Have you, you done your comedy over in Germany? <laughs> no, I couldn't. <laughs> I would get arrested. <laughs> Why? Have I you mean, seen my I normal set? I, I literally couldn't, no. Do you feel like... Do you feel like your style of comedy doesn't translate, or do you I mean, a lot of the initial gimmick, which I get away from lately more and more, is is basically being the German playing on that World War Two stuff in a way um, for me it's very important to set up a room Yeah. so you would never find films or clips of me doing stand up Yeah. never I'm very protective of any film stuff which goes out because the reason is when I'm doing my shows and I'm doing them very very carefully mm. is that I'm setting up a room every 
member of my audience if I do my normal stuff gets bubbles, which I like to call a bubble yeah. solution. Because um, every time they feel uncomfortable, they can blow bubbles to tell me, there it is, you went too far, you crossed yeah. the line. Just like so the instead of having a snowflake, so you've got bubbles. I've got bubbles. People tell me you crossed the line, just like the Polish border. <laughs> um, so there's, the whole thing is very well thought through and it's done in a manner that it shows that the ridiculous knee, the, how ridiculous the mm. whole war was and the everything which happened and it's yeah. is that to open the conversation and to draw parallels to what is happening now. right now in America or yeah. somewhere else yeah. so for me it's even if I do the World War Two stuff mm. it's literally there to open the conversation to I make think that's important though. people think yeah. like um, when yeah, and I, ne- I never had to walk out or anything like this. Do really you, d- growing up in Germany, did yeah. you get that a lot? Like, was the was World War Two like a big thing, or was it like not talked about? No, it's talked about. It yeah. is because a lot of people think we kind of put it aside, like yeah. the British invading slavery or yeah. invading Pakistan and all that stuff. Oh, which is the, like, yeah. the British Empire is phenomenal for being ridiculous at like yeah. invading and colon what they say colonizing. Um, lands like yeah. they've got so much to answer for and they just don't acknowledge it they don't acknowledge so. it and it's the same with America and the Japanese how yeah. they put them in concentration camps oh yeah. really so, yeah. 100% Australia did the same thing with um, the, with, yeah, with Germans yeah. they did it with Germans they did it with um, Asian people they yeah. did it with um, the, like we've got we got a lot of There were actually well. quite a lot of German and Irish slaves, which a lot of people don't know. Mm. So there were loads of German slaves, Irish slaves amongst other But yeah, so so what I was saying is like yeah. in Australia we from from my perspective anyway, in yeah. terms of growing up there from my education system, um, we were taught about the things that we did wrong. Yeah. And we were like, Don't do this again. Yeah. Um, I don't know if England really does that here. We d- we I don't. don't think they, I, I, I think no. they talk about. They're like, oh yeah, we did the Battle of Hastings. Oh yeah, yeah. Henry VIII. He's he was around. Nelson Mandela. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Even though he's not Ameri- uh, not English, but like. You know, I'm oh always yeah. shocked how many people don't know about the tea party. Like yeah. when I do stuff about the tea party on stage and so many people just don't know about it. And I'm like, yeah. go and see Hamilton, the musical. That bit explains a lot. Yeah. Watch Hamilton. But so Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get some tickets. Oh, wait, oh they're yeah. sold out. Oh, okay, well. You can get tickets on the day for really cheap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so do you, do you get... You get a lot of communication about your yes, life. Yes, absolutely. So, like, yeah. as a child growing up at school, yeah. they say this happened. Hitler was a bad guy. Yeah. Let's not do this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, especially where I'm from. Where I'm from is not too far from one of the um, things where they um, where they killed off a lot of Germans, uh, disabled people, or anybody who was considered a threat to society. <sighs> So those people might have not been really mentally disabled yeah. or disabled. Just whatsoever. anyone who's considered, f- quote unquote, other. Pregnant women yeah. who weren't married. Really yeah. horrible stuff. And um, we, we don't, where I went to school, it was quite close to where it actually happened. Mm. Um, and as part of the German education system, you actually have to, it's part of the collic- curri- curriculum. Curriculum. Yeah, that's yep. what's called. You actually have to go and visit those places. So you actually That's a beautiful thing. You have to yeah. do it. And the last year of your history classes is completely spent on World War Two. Mm. What happened? What what was the things behind it? Why people did it? And um I mean it's it's so so very important to um to talk about it. And it's it's very it's very omnipresent. Yeah. Berlin has a massive memor- uh, memorial. Well, yeah, so like I, I went to yeah. when we were in Berlin, I went to Sachsenhau, which was the the first concentration camp that was like everything was built on 
like every all the other camps were yeah. built from that template. And actually, based on a um, South African example, <coughs> so, so oh, they actually um, they took it from abroad. So it's yeah. not a German invention. Oh no, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Like everything gets found from somewhere else. But like, it just um, it was so humbling. And the yeah. tour guide that took us on the journey was very much like, thank you for like we know that this is a gap year for you. Yeah. Like they're very like, well done you on yeah. being like being aware of the history and yeah. stuff like that. So uh, let's uh, let's slide into a song. It's a <laughs> <laughs> with mm, I'm, I'm really intrigued with the song <laughs> you're going to pick Smooth now. Smooth transition. Um, I think it connects well. I think it connects well um, because it's a German song and it's uh, going to brighten up your day. Is it the anti-war song which I think it's going to be? What's the anti-war song? 99 Red Balloons. How dare you? It's Is it not? It's 99 Luftballons. Because I got the German version. Hast du etwas Zeit für mich? Singe ich ein Lied für dich? back back again it seems to be our german hour with uh samuel Zernick, Nick. uh the uh german comedian that is and he is a powerhouse of oh, i think you seem to know everyone and everything in terms of like i didn't even know that i was saying off air i didn't even know that uh non non blue balloons or 99 red balloons is actually a war anti-war anti-war, song. anti-war. <laughs> but germans really good to clarify no. anti-war song no. uh yeah and it was number one in america as the german version not the english version actually i think german that's a, version. Well, i think that's a beautiful thing yeah i think that's wonderful good old nina bless yay. her heart well done nina Still alive. Yay. yay um oh my goodness i am so i feel so great um have you been doing anything recently like anything of note because I, the, the reason I say this is because I want to talk about me. So if you have nothing to say, I, I will. Just I almost killed a blind person this week. You, oh, what? <laughs> what? But you should talk about yourself. No, f- stuff me. You killed a blind. Almost? almost. It was horrible. It was really not intentional. Oh my! I am. I am living for this moment. Tell me more. You almost killed a blind person. I'm not going to name names. No, but <laughs> but also I did a gig and then um. One of the f- fellow people, um, he was um, blind, and um, um, I obviously. Oh, is this an older gentleman? Yeah. Okay. There's two, and it was one of them. Yeah. And um, I um, obviously 
offered because nobody else did yeah um to walk him to the station and um so um i walked a blind person for the fir- first time right. for like it was a long walk it must have been like 15 <laughs> minutes right. and then in the last second i was like so proud of myself i accidentally dropped my purse and i went to pick it up and he just kept on walking oh <laughs> no he he walked into one of those barriers for the tube and there was like loads of security guys oh coming over no. telling me off and I was like he's your companion I was like, I should admit just met him oh but no. he's fine now I apologized and I offered him to um, even you know look after get him home and stuff. Yeah, yeah somehow but uh, the, the tube is actually amazing big shout out to the people from the tube because yeah, they actually um, put somebody aside who takes you puts you into the Bacon and yeah. then somebody who picks you up. So um, well, well done for them. It, this was a real eye opener. I think. I think people. Uh, I think. You, I think what we need to do. Um, uh, take this moment and just acknowledge that if you are someone or know someone who is differently able, so yeah. hearing impaired, vision impaired, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, if they need help, yeah. Ask them if they need help. Don't just offer. Don't, don't just. Yeah. Don't just. Uh, don't just give them the help so don't just grab their hand and go I'll take you no go hey Tim hey Tim do you like do you want me to help you to get to the troop or do you need help getting to the troop if they say yep sure or if they say no thank you I've got this or to leave them with the dignity exactly because that's exactly what it is because like I've got friends of mine who are have got uh, who I've got who are differently abled yeah and who have uh, different situations that cause them to do different things and um, yeah, that's what is all about autonomy. Their their big thing is like sometimes I do need help, and I acknowledge that. But I want that help on my terms. I don't want you to yeah. treat me like I am an invalid because Absolutely. I'm not. Like I, you know, I'm on that journey. So don't take away the dignity. But it's also really important to say not just if you p- a person who has a disability, but also if you like. Well, yeah, differently able. So like yeah. that could that could mean someone who's pregnant. That could mean someone who's elderly. Yeah. Like anyone who's differently abled. Yeah. Especially with the current discussion going on in comedy circles about acts and how they get home because um, after well, yeah. in Australia, in Australia yeah, yeah, it's really, I think it's really important that, yeah. and a lot of people doing amazing work currently around this yeah. to put together guidelines and yeah. It's for it's those of you playing the home game, for those of you who don't know what, um, what Sam and I are talking about, there was a, a female comedian uh, who's, uh, I have a lot of mutual friends, I never met her myself. But um, I've got a lot of mutual friends with her, and um, she was walking home from a gig, like a lot of us do. I do it all the time. Um, and she, unfortunately, uh, was sexually assaulted, raped, and murdered. And um, yeah, it wasn't a great wasn't a great moment for the uh, uh, Australian comedy scene or globally mm. for um, women in general. Um, it did highlight the fact that even though she was had her phone and messaged her partner or her friend, I can't remember if it was a partner or a friend, to say, yeah, I'll be home soon. And between that message and, you know, that was it. She never so, like, it, and I have, like, as soon as that, um, as soon as that event happened um, and then it became a national, uh, in a global situation, um, I messaged all of my friends who are um, female performers and just went, just so you know, I recognise that I've got male privilege. I wish I could give you some of the privileges that I have. I wish I could like transfer those over to you, but I can't. Um, just know that I'm always here if you need help or support in any way, shape, or form. Like, yeah, we just we gotta. I don't know. I guess be aware of our surroundings and just, you know, always hope for the best. I'm I'm pretty. Well, I'm I'm very fortunate in that I'm a. Uh, 
a white male, so I, I get away with a lot. Like I'm, I'm fortunate in that. I have those yeah, I mean, it also happens so. to everybody. It's not you can't just say like it's female or man. It's yeah, it's no. Everybody, everybody everyone. can be in a situation where they're the le- le- least superior person in that situation. Yeah, and it can happen. Um, one shout out to give is there's a really good campaign going on at the moment for people at the Edinburgh Fringe for female comedians. Oh, it's, it's are people doing like walking? Yeah, so no, what they're doing is um, I saw it on Twitter and I can't think about the name, but I'm sure if you Google it, you find it. It's mm. people can give money um, to a taxi company who picks up female comedians oh, if they really need lovely. it after the gigs in Edinburgh. And uh, they're collected already £5,000 or so. And all their drivers are background checked and all the stuff. So they can just call a number, give a passport and be picked up from their gigs. And there's a site where you can donate to. And if you have the time, please Google it because I found I forgot the name of it but it's really good i already collected five thousand pounds and it's really a worthwhile course yeah, yeah. Ev- every little thing helps there yeah that is so wonderful that is like a hundred percent pure love that is what that is yeah absolutely um, and that ties in really well to the next song 100 percent pure love Carter. You can follow me at the number one and Wayne Carter. You can also follow the radio show podcast at Driving You Homo. We are on all social media platforms. The ones that I remember are Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow us and we do the things. It is great. Woo! Uh, please tell your friends, all two of them. Um, I hear this show is great. Uh-huh. Um, now, Sam, you talked about how you almost killed a blind person. Yes. That was your week. Uh, well done to you. Good job. Huzzah. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. I um, have recently just gotten back from a couple of music festivals. I've been quite lucky. Thank you for asking. Yay. Yeah. I saw it on Instagram. Is that where you were like the DJ for the wedding? Yeah. Yeah. So well um, I, for the last two weeks, so I haven't been in the studio for the last two weeks because it both last, last week and the weekend before. I was uh, in a music doing a music festival, so I haven't been in the studio for the last two weeks uh, to do driving you home. I managed, I, so I missed one week, uh, but then I uh, the previous week I managed to you know do a quick one and uh, shoot it out. But um, yeah, so I, I went to the truck festival, which was in I want to say Oxfordshire, which is uh, kind of near, kind of past Reading and Slough, that kind of area. Um, did that one it was really good and then I went up to Derbyshire and did the why not festival so what I was doing is there was a cabaret tent and uh, the cabaret tent held about let's say 2,000 people thereabouts that was the capacity but then they opened the sides of the tent and then just let as many people was would fit in so how many people did you perform in front well 2,000 was the the number that they were allowed to have in the tent but then also the the sides of the tent were open and it was overflowing so we know conservative conservative estimates would say over 2000 
But um, uh, yeah, so um, they, uh, the producers, the bookers, uh, asked me. I did a show with them last year, and they said that I was really good. And they asked if I could come back. I just did a ten-minute spot, like ten-minute comedy cabaret spot. And they were like, "Oh, you're really good. Could you come back and do this again with us?" But instead, we want to step it up a bit. Could you be the host for the show, like for the whole? Amazing for the whole cabaret fest, like for this stage for the festival. Yeah, I was like, "Well, I mean, <sighs> let me check my diary. Oh, yes, uh, I'll check my diary. Oh wait, I'm free." Ah. And um, they're absolutely beautiful people. It's um, it's the these ones were run by Club Blue Rinse. So Club Blue Rinse are the people who sort of booked me, and they're absolutely phenomenal people. And I know they do gigs in London, so big shout out to Club Blue Rinse. You can follow them at Club Blue Rinse. I've said that a few times, so hopefully they're hearing. Um, they're beautiful humans, and they asked me if I wanted to come up and host uh, host the cabaret tent. So what yeah. I, my job was essentially to um, uh, welcome the acts onto the stage. Yeah, so I just go, and this is the mariachi band, or this is, you know, wh- you know whoever DJ, or this is. You know, Tina Turner Tea Lady, like whatever the act was, I would intro them on stage. Sometimes to varying levels of success, because as we've learnt, I can't say your name well, I can't say many names well, and um, I was getting progressively drunk as the festival went on. <laughs> That's the way we like and know. Exactly. He was like, well, and they were like, you know what? Everyone loves you, um, and so I was on that journey. Uh, but yeah, and also. Um, what what ended up happening in the festivals is that because I'm very adaptable as a performer and as a as an artist, we started to learn that I'm pretty talented. But uh, they, we started to learn that there was a lot of a bit of downtime in terms of the transition between one act to the next act. So we had a a a, a, a band called Masioki, which is a live karaoke kind of band that sort of get the crowd pumping and get the crowd doing things they come on stage and then after they finish their set the next band rhythm of the 90s for example they would go on next but they had to take down certain parts like they'd had to you know dressing the stage yeah yeah. set the stage for the next act so um there would be a 10 to 15 minute turnaround between those acts that's a long term mm, so I was just like, okay, well, we can't have a dead stage. So while they're setting the stage, I'm doing these dance twirls while the DJ is playing songs, and I'm like, like jumping over mic stands and just like doing twirls and like kickballs and just like I made it. And everyone's like, all the audience are looking at me, going, "Yes, you're an idiot!" Like, well done. Like a young lady bunny. Exactly, very much that. I'm very that. So I like lady bunny. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Um, so yeah, that was that was what I was doing. I was doing a lot of the so I was introing the acts as well as making sure that there was always something on stage that the audience could see, whether it go- be good or bad. Yeah. There was always something happening. Yeah. So they they weren't left for wanting. No. And uh, also, um, I was at the end of the night. There was a club night. We the club blue rinse DJs played um, music until the end of the night. And I was one of their hype girl DJ, um, hype girl DJ dancers. So I would be like, you know, playing songs, dancing around like an idiot, getting drunk, making sure the crowd were like, whoop, 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 whoop. Um, so yeah, it was it was a phenomenal. Like I had so much fun. It was such a beautiful festival. Um, both the Why Not and Truck Festival was so much fun. Um, uh, yeah, so like I'm very humbled and blessed by that. And I've you can I mean you can be I mean people of Ventsworth like literally the 
value for money you're getting just by listening well, to yeah, like, Bane is amazing. Like give it like my year or two, he is like I'm gonna be Ben's Fred, you can't afford him anymore. Exactly. I'm gonna be yeah, so they need to look for snap replacement. Me up now. Snap me up now. Like for an ethnic replacement. This is like my audition. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> uh, sorry, Hi people of Fensmer Freight, you who running it. I'm available. Twenty four seven. Give me work. <laughs> that's our, so that's what I do. I, I I've, I've been blessed and I've been invited into the BBC for BBC Radio London quite a lot. And um, the person whose show I go on, I, sometimes, and he he, ca- he calls me out on this. He's like. Wayne, you're hijacking my show again. Stop hijacking my show. I was like, yeah, but I'm really fun and everyone loves me. Like, because a lot of the list, like the listeners will call in and be like, oh, Wayne's back. We love Wayne. Wayne's great. And I'm like, thanks. And, and um, the, the presenter is just like, always like, Wayne, could you stop stealing my, stop stealing my. And it's like, well, you know, I am a great person and people love me. Sorry about it. So it yeah. just happens. Yeah. Well, when you're a natural raw talent like yeah. I am, you just you gotta follow. Well, a prime example of this. Another another thing to toot my horn on is that uh, Taylor Trash's Hump Day Hoedown, which is a drag show that happens. Uh, uh, I think every bi- it's bi-weekly on a Wednesday night at the moment, and I think it, it may be changing locations. So I don't want to give out a plug to the state uh, the location <laughs> just in case it's changing locations. But um, People have Google. <laughs> That's what I always say. People have Google. Exactly. Just Google people. Put it into the Google browser. It will give you the yeah. right location. Taylor Trash, Hump Day Ho Down. You've got this. So Taylor Trash, phenomenal performer. Um, she has taken up the reins as a unofficial, very, like, she helps a lot of baby drag queens. Aww. And she is, like, she didn't <laughs> she didn't set out to do this, but it sort of, like, happened. And there are there are performers... There are performers out there who are like, "Oh, Taylor Trash is very much the you know mother of baby baby queens," and um, so she invited me um, to be a part of her show on Wednesday, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not a baby drag queen. I'm a successful entertainer." She was like, "Yeah, I know, babe, but just come down. It'll be fun." So I, I came down and like we had a bit of a laugh and a kiki and whatever, and I very much stole the show yet again because I am a successful human, but. That's just what happens That's when what you're happens in a room. With it, yeah, exactly. People just That's why in. you won sketch off. Exactly. <laughs> Did I? Did we? No. Oh. Rosie Holt <laughs> won. Our nice friend Rosie Holt. Oh, Rosie Holt won? Yeah. Oh. She's really talented. I oh, like 100%. I, I, I don't disagree. We overrun it by five minutes. <laughs> I mean, not even like two minutes. I walk on stage and be like, can I win now? Get off. No, Rosie Holt is... Because she did it with Christian Talbot, didn't she? Yeah, she has an Edinburgh Friends show. Uh, which you should if you're in Edinburgh go and see Rosie Holt's show with the other guy yeah, she's amazing the other guy, Christian I don't Talbot. know I can't do names yeah it's okay I can't do names either it's fine but it was funny you can google it also it if google. you are if you are up in Edinburgh doing yeah. uh, going to see Edinburgh Fringe shows if you are unsure about what shows to see you can uh, message tweet us yeah yeah message tweet me us. Uh, what's your what's your twitter handle at Samuel C H yeah Z Z H C H C H Samuel C H I'm hilarious on Twitter have loads of followers like yeah. wow yeah, you have. You I know, more, right? You've got more followers Have than you me. seen my celebrity followers? No, I Sporty don't Sporty Spice is following me. <gasps> uh, oh, okay. I was so happy she followed me on my birthday three years ago while I was in the toilet. I saw it. It was the best. Oh. <laughs> it was a Disneyland. It was, I was so happy. It was a Disneyland. You know, when you're on the toilet and you check Twitter and then mm. I get a message saying, Happy birthday, Spice Boy, for Melanie Z and follow. Oh. It was the best shit I had in my whole life. <laughs> I love you so much. That is... 
Oh, that I, I, I can't. I don't know where to go from that. Yeah, I made to my forty-five minute solo show, and where I'm really spilling the tea. Yeah, like when I worked for a very famous red top newspaper during a very troubled period. Oh. I'm going to spill the tea, which I can't officially put into radio, but yeah. you will all see it in the show. Well, let's let's uh, let's slide back yeah. and let's talk about because we haven't talked about news of the day. No, we haven't. Let's 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 do a bit of a. A quick, qu- quick fire. What, what's happening in terms of the queer sphere? Should um, we do the track news first? Because you just spoke about track, and I, I went sure. to. Have you got any drag news that you want to talk yes. about? Yes. Yeah. Um. So, um, Wayne gave me this website. I've never been on. It's called Creati. Creati. Yeah. Creati. So we take all the news from them. So don't sue us. Yeah. Okay. Um. So first of all, um, he, uh, there's a track queen who was banned from Twitter. Which drag queen was banned from Twitter? Uh, Gasps. Um, Archer. 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 Who I never met, so I can't touch her. Um, Archer. Because she called one person on Twitter a senseless cow. Wait. She she called someone a... I mean, I'm going to call you a senseless cow. It doesn't mean you can ban me from Twitter. No. She was banned because she called somebody a senseless cow who who questioned her gender identity. She Wait, so someone's come up in Aja's business, yeah. questioned her gender identity, yeah. and she's gone, you know, stop it, you're a senseless gal, leave yeah. me alone. And then she's been banned because... Yeah, oh my that's days. what I got from and the first three and, and, Don, and Donald <laughs> Trump still has a Twitter? I mean, what is this world? Yeah. What even is this world? It's a touchy subject, cows, right now. Somebody in my village got killed by a cow last week. That's not funny, way. Oh, my God. And you, that person, shut up. Oh, my God. No, that is... You've just... You, Are you doing schadenfreude on me? <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> oh, my, my God. God Bain, it's, hor- it's really horrible. I'm it's so, the second sorry. person I know who was killed by a cow. Oh, my God. I grew up on a farm. I, I get that journey, but, like, I just... Have you never seen somebody who got killed? It's horrible. No, People are well like yeah. Cows are, like, sac- sacred and shit, and we don't yeah. eat be a vegetarian because cows are amazing. They kill people, Wayne. Cows kill people. And that's why we need to eat them first. 100%. No, I don't disagree. Rest in peace, person. I'm not going to yeah. name your name on the radio, but I'm still upset. I can't believe Wayne's... Oh. I just Schadenfreude. No, I just I I am unbelievable. I can't believe we we were talking about Aja, a drag queen in America who's been banned from Twitter, and then your segue was, and I know someone who's actually recently been killed by a cow. That is the thing I'm laughing. I can at. do it no. all about me, baby. Yeah, okay, <laughs> two can play that game. Yeah. I'm not I'm not laughing at the death of someone because that's a tragedy. It's horrible. But like it, the situation with like that's what made me laugh was the fact that you were like. Oh yeah, Aja, the drag queen's been banned from Twitter. But also, I have a friend who got killed by a cow. Like, it just it is a non like. It's I a touchy subject. I, no, That's I what I wanted to say. Yeah. Don't mention cows around me this week. <laughs> okay. If you see me on you, the street, you, don't you, mention cows. <laughs> You're gonna. You. I switched from McDonald's to KFC this week. Bra- and brown cow, stunning, stunning. Uh, uh, I want to talk about there was a uh, a couple in America, yeah, gay couple in America. They were on an Alaskan Airlines flight. Yeah, they uh, were uh, the air host, uh, the steward, the flight attendant came yeah. up to them and was like, uh, sc- "Excuse me, gentlemen, could you please get up? We've overbooked the flight. We have a, uh, a, a straight couple that would like to sit down together." To which they replied, "I'm sorry, what?" Uh, no, they asked one one person of the couple. Yeah, exactly. They asked one of them yeah. to to get up to downgrade them so they bought business class tickets or mm. premium class and they oh, asked well, tell me more you you know yeah about it. sorry i read actually the articles um 
just had I know, I know the I know I the work things. for a magazine vein. Okay. Okay, so um basically what happened is they had um two people who were on um I think it was premium class mm-hmm. and um they were overbooked, so the stewardess came over and uh, asked one of the couples if they could um downgrade to um the Wood class, I think that's how they call it in the UK, like the cheap class like economy. Uh, economy, yeah, yeah. Economy. Um, so downgraded, and they were like, uh, "Excuse me, we are a couple as well." And um, then they um, they didn't acknowledge it. So the two guys went off the plane and tweeted about it. And um, the airline apologized now, which was Alaska Airline. So don't yeah. use Alaska Airline, who's uh, also um, owning Virgin. My understanding is that um, uh, I think. Uh, What's the name of it? Delta Airlines in yeah. America. They do quite well in terms of the queer. Yes. A lot of the drag queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they're good. <coughs> it's um, the pink coin, isn't it? The pink dollar. Yeah, the pink pound. Yeah. I called it the germ dollar today because somebody used my foot on a French poster and it was like, somebody wants to get a germ dollar. Mm. And I'm not even in that show. Are they? Are you not? I'm on an Edinburgh French poster and I'm not even in a show. Can you imagine? Why are you on an Edinburgh French I don't know. I did like a preview date for them and then I put my face like as part of like the small Okay, fair enough, whatever. That's it. You're going to show me that after the show. Yes. Um, but it's uh, a good friend of mine. You should see his show as well. Oh, okay. Daniel, Daniel Casey. He has a. Oh, Daniel Casey? Yeah, you know him. Oh, I know Daniel Casey. Okay. Yeah. I so like Daniel Casey. Yeah. Is it Casey or Katie? Katie. K- K- I'm not good with the names of my friends. I know, I know who, I know who you're talking. He's amazing. He does loads of like really good stuff for charity, and I yeah, perform no, some. He is actually a beautiful human. He is. He's such a nice human being. He puts us all to shame, and he doesn't <coughs> kill blind people. So there's an advantage. Yeah. Or no, I, I was gonna. I was Shh. gonna. I was gonna that the, the word that shall we not be named? <laughs> Should we do a quick fire round? Uh, well, I was gonna do uh, empty bus at Brighton Pride. Have you heard about the empty bus that's gonna no. be? So Paddy Power, the I don't I forget what they're called, like a gambling thing. They they've, they've uh, organised a double decker bus, and it's it's an empty bus at Brighton Pride that highlights that the zero openly gay professional footballers up in the top tiers of the footballing community. So um, it's um, big bus, double decker bus, and it says official bus of gay pro- uh, gay professional footballers come out and play and it's just going to be completely empty so to highlight the fact that there are no out and proud lgbtq plus uh members within uh openly within the top tiers of the football so i think that's going to be really like i think that's a great thing in terms of like opening up the dialogue in terms of like oh yeah that's the thing wouldn't have been nicer when they like picked up people who couldn't afford to go to the pride because they can't afford like a train ticket I think Paddy Power are doing quite well in terms of that kind of, like I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of corporations taking advantage and what we were talking about the pink pound and stuff like that I think Paddy Power is one of those notable exceptions is that from what I've seen from what they've been doing they've been doing a lot of stuff that is actually uh, positive um, in terms of the queer community so um, big shout out to Paddy Power because they're doing great stuff but I do agree with you there are there still needs to be a way to go in terms of you know, like ha- have free shuttle buses or like have a free like those li- little what are they called those scooter bikes things <laughs> where the people are, uh, <laughs> where those young fit people are like r- and you're like like they're tuk tuks in Vietnam. I can't remember what they're called <laughs> in the sp- in yeah, but they're called tuk tuks. I know what you mean on a yeah. bike and so then like a yeah. person on the bike and then you sit in the back and, and they play like, some music. Yeah, they play toxic well, yeah, like, they, they should 
they should hire like the, the pride should ha- hire out the, a company that does that to pick them up in the tuk-tuk and to pick people up in the tuk-tuks and then yeah. do like sound to it yeah and be like I'm coming up pow I want the world etc so I can you know. see the car crash yeah yeah so I think that's the thing have you got another news thing that you want oh to yeah let's about? let's do something fun okay. um, they just announced um, uh, there's a rumor that RuPaul's Track Race All-Star forecast has been announced according to Reddit. And wh- why don't I n- call out the names to you and you could give us one sentence what you think about it as a quick fire round. Oh, okay. So in terms of like, do I like this person? Do I li- not like this person? Yeah, like, what do you they? think? Okay. So All-Star 4. Yeah, All-Star 4. All-Star 4 according to Reddit. So it hasn't been confirmed. Not confirmed. But Reddit is normally very good with that stuff. Right. Um, okay, let's start. First person is Manila Luzon. Yep, happy to have her. She's nice. I, I mean, like she was that. an All-Stars 1, so I, I, I kind of feel a certain kind of way. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact that Bibi Zahara Mane was in All-Stars 2, and she was a winner of Season 1 of um, Drag Race. So, you know, Manila looks... Yep, 100%. Manila okay. deserves it. Yep. Uh, second person, Latrice Royale. Also, All-Stars 1, but she also is someone that deserves it because All-Stars 1 didn't get a bigger... Yep, no, she deserves it. Oh, yep. this one was shit. Yeah. The second one is the one to watch. Three was yeah. a bit of a letdown. Uh, Chia Gun. I'm not... A <sighs> I wasn't a big fan of her in her season. Yeah. I I like the fact, because Ru... And I think this is maybe one of the reasons why she might be going on there, is because she's a trans woman. Now. Right? She is now trans. Trying to raise the funds. People found them. She has a GoFundMe page. And... Uh, during like RuPaul has been very open in terms of how uh, the journey in terms of a trans identity so um, uh, what's her face Peppermint she is a trans woman as well but she wasn't in RuPaul's eyes what, however he deems the trans journey to be he was like oh Peppermint wasn't a trans woman in his eyes until this moment so she hadn't had her i think not had her top surgery or something yeah so sh- they were like oh yeah she hasn't had her top surgery so she's not a trans w- like my uh, idea of trans woman or whatever so gia wasn't a trans she wasn't trans at the point that she did her season of all uh rupaul's drag race so i think she's being let into this season of all stars not only because she's talented because she is talented but also to tick the box in terms of going like well we've had a trans woman on like here we are here's the example of a trans woman being on the show so yeah that's good i mean she she deserves it so fan triva um peppermint is currently the first she's on broadway and she's the first ever um trans trans woman to be on broadway yeah in a leading role yeah she deserves it she's phenomenal uh jasmine master oh she is going to be a train wreck, and I can't wait. She is. She doesn't deserve to be on. Like, I don't think she deserves <laughs> to be on All Stars. This quietly. is not like who deserves. It's like literally. Well, the like best I think she's going to be like the Coco Montrese of yeah. of All Stars. It's like she doesn't not deserve to. Like she, I'm sure she deserves yeah. to be on there, but also, you know, she's going to be one of the first to go, or she's going to provide a lot of content. She's like, like the Tammy Brown and season. Yeah, she's going to be the Tammy Brown. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Naomi Smalls. No, I could, I could, I'd be happy without her. She's good, she's great, but I like the other performers. Latrice will will turn a party. Manila will turn a party. Um, Gia Gunn will turn a party. Naomi, she's pretty. Pheromone, same thing. Pheromone, she's pretty. I love Pheromone. No, I met I, her like a couple Naomi of weeks and Farrah, ago. No, 
Manila. She's really talented on oh, stage. Oh, no, they're, she's they're, amazing. They're both Naomi and Gia. Um, both, sorry. No, Naomi and Pheromone. Both phenomenal, but no. There are other queens I would put in their place. Okay, my personal favourite, Valentina. Also... Happy to take her away as well. She's good television. You can say about she, Valentina. Yeah, so like she she is the same. She's in the same boat as to me as um, Jasmine Masters. She will provide great TV. Is she a great performer? Maybe not so much N- compared to the others. So if those are the those are the performers that are going to be on All Stars Four, my top picks in terms of the person who I my front runner would be Manila. That would be my. I like Manila. She's Manila great. would be my front runner to to win the competition, because mm. she, Ma- Manila or um, Latrice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Trinity Taylor, the top. Oh well, yeah. Okay, so Trinity would be, she would be my front runner to win. Maybe then okay. it would be Manila or Trinity. And I don't. I don't like. Trinity is a weird one. Sometimes she irritates me. Sometimes I like her. So like, she's happy. I'm happy for her to stay. And then the last one, Monique Hart. Oh, I like Monique as well. Okay, so Monique, Monique, Trinity, and Manila are my top three. Okay. They're my top three. Then I tell you somebody who's not on the list, but who I'm pretty sure is going to be there. Yeah. Because I might have heard something. Oh, oh China. Andrana 100% deserves to be there. Amazing. She she's, is such okay, a good performer. She's my t- she's she my was top, robbed. She's in my top three one. as well. Yeah. So, okay, let's replace Trinity. With Angina. So I've got my top three, if yeah. this is All Stars, my, my top three in All Stars 4 would be Angina, Manila, and uh, Monique Hart. That would be my top four. Okay. Or Gia Gunn would be in there somewhere as well. I don't I don't always like her, yeah. but I know she could turn a party. My, If I have to do it, it's Valentina, Pheromone. <coughs> I want Pheromone to win. Okay, so you look, look queens, is it? You just want beautiful. No, like people who are really nice people. Really nice. Oh, Pheromone is the nicest oh, person. Oh uh, no, um, I'm thinking about Valentina right now. Pheromone is a nice person, but like Valentina I, knows what she wants. I like people like this. Yeah, she's very. She's she, a never like walk down the stairs in front of me person like me. Yeah. I can't in the five. Okay, that. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it. So we need to do another follow up show in 2019 to see um, how it played out. Ooh. Oh, so it's in next year. It's not this yeah, year. it's no more track race for this year. Oh, wow. I think it's 20, uh, it might even be 2020. They like, pushed it back ridiculously long. Wow, I didn't, like yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, so your, what was your show again? Because you're doing a show at Camden French, aren't you? Yes, Camden French. It's called an, a German and an Asian walk into a bar. That's the headline of our two shows. And yep. my show in it is called Hail Zernick. Um You get two shows for the price of a fiver, which is ridiculously low. Okay, Not so £2.50 just to see you. Yeah, I'm not even taking selfies with people for a fiver normally. Wow. And you can buy the Spice Girls book, uh, the new book where I'm featured, and then you can bring it to the show and I can sign it for you. So that's amazing. Oh. And we're on the 24th of August, 9.15 at the Water Rats as part of the Campton French. Tickets are available on CamptonFrench.com or on my website, SamuelCH.com. Oh, I also have something to plug. I am doing a show um, that I am producing and curating at the Phoenix Artist Club on the 14th of August. Amazing. It's called Drag Me Out. It is a drag cabaret show where I have a series of beautifully talented performers who are going to be coming up and turning a party. I have uh, Poppy Cock. I have Victoria Scone. I have Felix the Freak, who was the winner of Drag Idol 2018. I also have... Uh, oh, I'm missing a name. I'm missing a name. Uh, Lick Von Dyke. And I feel like that's everyone. 
I'm just gonna remember the names. Felix the Freak, Chanel number five is the one I missed. Chanel number five, Poppy Cock, Victoria Scone, and Luke Van Dyke, al along with me. Yeah. Phoenix so Art Lab is beautiful. So you guys really? are, the Phoenix Art Lab is beautiful. Oh, the Phoenix Art Club is so like, so you guys are in for a three Like treat. this is gonna be, like this is gonna be a proper cabaret show. It's like, amazing. Is, so like these performers are yeah. like, the creme de la creme. Like I didn't just, I didn't just like pick any drag. Like I could have picked someone like, um, What's her name? Flick the Bean. I could have picked her. Why she's don't we like Flick the Bean? Yeah, no. Why? No one. She's a drag queen. She's trash. <gasps> no one likes her. Don't do that. Be Ooh. Before you know it, you have an article written about you on Funny Women, ah. like other people did this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's 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 alright. But like I, um, you know, like these these acts are gonna be like it's gonna be a good night. So 14th of August. Uh, you can go on my Facebook page, which is at One Wayne Carter, and you can find the links, or you can go on the Felix Atlas Club website, or you can go on, I think it's on Eventbrite as well. So uh, search anywhere you can. Otherwise, um, we've reached the end of our show. Oh, oh. sad face. Um, I've had a beautiful time. Uh, thanks, Sam. Is there any way people can follow you on the socials? Yes, I'm on the Twitter with Samuel C.H., mm -hmm. Instagram Samuel C.H.Z. Mm -hmm. uh, you can become a YouTube subscriber for Samuel C.H.Zernick, or mm -hmm. you can find all the information you want on SamuelCH.com. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. Otherwise, my Thank name is you. Wayne Carter. Uh, this is Driving You Homo. You can search for us all on Driving You Homo uh, on all social media platforms. You can follow me personally on at one Wayne Carter on all social media. Otherwise, please, this is a podcast and radio show, so please tell your friends, share it with people, because the more people that we listen to me, the more makes me happy in my face. Subscribe, people. Yes. Basically, subscribe. Yeah, subscri and download. Download da is very download, important. Download, subscribe, rate it, comment Share it. it. Share it. Share the share out of yeah, it. just share all of it. Tag people in it. J yeah. Buy merchandise. Do you have merchandise, oh, Wayne? Babe, I'm on that journey. Don't you Good. worry. I'm getting Good. Like, get the merchandise. I, I'm about to get some very intimate things made. It's oh my god, tell me you get used makeup cloths. <laughs> I'm I'm selling used makeup cloths at my show for fiver. Oh my god, I love everything. Alongside about that. with cufflinks. Yeah, buy Wayne's oh. merchandise at it's the gonna, shows. It's gonna be great. Anyway, uh, thanks Sam. Thank you. Uh, it was as always I was driving you homo. Uh, otherwise have a wonderful night, weekend, life. I love you. See you next week. Bye. Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle.